This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. He turned off a track, I think. <laughs> Will you slap it? I'm not going to be in this one. Will you slap the bass, you little cretin? Is those on? Is those on? That's where I am right now. Is those on? Yeah. Remember when rappers used to start rap songs? And they'd be like, is this on in my headphones? What music was that? <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Um, we're, it's a haphazard day. So far, nothing has been right. So well, I'm looking forward to that. Well, you know, it's raining, so, which I'm thankful for, and I appreciate, and I accept, and I love it, and I'm happy about it. Yeah. But it made my day a little grumpers. Yeah, is that right? Well, I don't know. No, I, I'm not a grumper, but it made my day a grumper. I will never understand why uh, why rain puts um, Southern California people in a bad mood, because that just means sh- less shit will be on fire. I maybe. feel like it's less about putting people in a bad mood and more about making people not drive well, and then that puts Even people more. in a bad mood. Dude, I saw somebody totally spin out at like twenty five miles an hour. Did you once. hold up your necklace? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Say, do not spin, like, sir. Wait, don't. This is Wait, a do not don't. spin zone. <laughs> don't spin your damn car. But people, uh, I was about to say, I was about to say people here don't drive good. And I'm like, it's a hot take. That's the most boring thing that's take. ever come out of my goddamn mouth. People in LA don't drive good. You heard about this? Yeah. I think that there's just no care for others. In uh, in the general uh, vicinity of humanity, and and you know, I think we're talking about uh, about it everywhere, and I'm getting choked up. <laughs> and I like to just take a beat. I'll do, hold a beat for a second. Um, also, people can't keep plans for shit, man. It's yeah. really fucking weird. Everyone thinks they're too important to just be like, I'm gonna be here at this time. People That's who it. don't keep plans. Because they are a uh, selfish person or they think they're better than others are making it look bad for people who cancel plans because of anxiety (laughs) and depression. Yeah. 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 At least have a good excuse. At least have an excuse that you could take pills for. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like irritable bowel syndrome or depression. Every plan I make has uh, at least a 30 minute panic attack. (laughs) associated with it whether it's before during or after Uh and that's the bare minimum now do you schedule for that no i just can't help but make plans so if there was a world where i didn't have to make plans then i'd probably at least let a deal with less panic attacks no the every day you got to deal with somebody else you gotta make plans i know that's the thing it's unavoidable so you live with the you gotta live with the panic attacks and stuff you just gotta work through it sure because it can't, there's nothing that'll, you can't remove it. 
No. You can't go in there and have a doctor cut it out of your brain or something. That doesn't work. And get rid of my panic attacks and put this thing on my stomach. Every therapist I've ever gone to and talked about my anxiety and depression in general, not just mine, but when we talk about, when I talk to a therapist about anxiety and stuff like that, they just say, there's no cure for it. You just have to live with it. Mm -hmm. And either you take medication to curb it with side effects. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you don't take the medication and you learn how to handle it. And by handling it, that could mean anywhere from, you know, breathing exercises through it and and trying to like work through it with meditation or healthier eating and exercise and things like that. There's a lot of like natural things that will help uh, combat depression and anxiety and things like that. At Mm -hmm. least, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's a very general thing to say, but... For most people, I feel like that's the case because there is a lot of uh, science associated with your with depression and eating and mm-hmm. like health habits and things like that and sleep. They're saying that like sleep is important. All of a sudden, now that you hear the news, <laughs> sleeps apparently you know that, sleeps important. You ever hear that meme sleep? Meme sleeps. Everyone's doing. I'm from the meme sleeps. <laughs> Yeah, if I said I was from the meme streets, does that sound fun? Sesame Street. The millennials are from the memes, meme streets. Sometimes I get real bummed out about memes because I'm like, it's everybody making the same joke and variations on the same joke. Yeah. And that is like the opposite of what creativity is. But I think that's okay because, and I feel like... It's okay. It's not against the law or anything. It's not against the law. But I, I feel like... And I feel the same way kind of about the people who get really mad at Christmas music like mm-hmm. we were talking about. I think that there I think that we just it turns out that there is room enough on this planet for people who want to complain about things and for people who want to not be creative and just rip off a meme and put a different picture on it and uh-huh. then think they're the funniest person in the world. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, that game. There's it always made room. everyone really funny. Mm-hmm. That game makes you funny. in context because in a context of sitting in a circle of four other people. Well, yeah, because you're just putting really funny things together yeah. that someone else made, right? And then you're going like, "Isn't that funny?" Right? Like when I when somebody <laughs> wants to be my friend and I look at their Instagram account and it's just all other people's memes, I'm like, "Who are you?" Yeah, but I think it's okay because. I think that people who can't be as funny as Cards Against Humanity but feel funny when playing Cards Against Humanity have every right to enjoy that. Oh, 100%. And enjoy the benefits of feeling like you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cards cosplaying against humanity. as funny. Enjoy the feeling you might be funny. <laughs> enjoy the feeling that you're funny. Right. But I I think, and so by the same token, I feel like if people want to just recycle memes, there's room for that because there's still really fucking good memes Uh and someone comes up with the meme that everyone fucking does over and over and over again. Yeah. And, and those are worth a thousand words. One really good creative meme is worth a thousand bad repeats. 
I think that's debatable, but I don't want to disagree with you at all. <laughs> I'm 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 not saying we should abolish them. No. But I am saying not. it's the argument you have to have is in with yourself whether you want to let that into your life. Sometimes I feel like I have no choice because I just scroll through yeah. things and they happen to me. Yeah. You know? Right. They happen at you. They happen at me and yeah. I don't like that. Like like if somebody wants to be my friend and I look at their shit and I know it's all memes, I know that I'm backing out. Well, I was just going to say, I think Twitter and Instagram has a feature where you can, this is the new one, where you can uh, unfollow. Something. Yeah, unfollowing and muting. Yeah, Dude. muting is a, oh, chef's kiss. I may be, Muting is wonderful for passive aggressive millennials I who follow don't want to tell their friend they don't like them Three people. Anymore. Yeah, and then people will be, dude, it's like when really, 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 really attractive people yeah. try to do stand-up because no one's ever told them that they're not funny because <laughs> because they're playing the cards against humanity everyone's playing life. cards against humanity like w- let me tell you something about airplane food <laughs> yes you're so let's cute. take it well <laughs> i would love to say let's talk about airplane airplane food and then like just describe where it comes from and like how it's made and who makes it and just be informative. Just like a dissertation. Yeah. What's the deal with airplane food? It comes from a distribution center in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, am I right? Technically, yes. Here's the Yelp. The food is made and then frozen and then heated up for you from Ohio in a factory. And I'll leave you with this. And I'll leave you with this. <laughs> Greenhouse gases are the worst thing for the environment. Worse than car gas. <laughs> Greenhouse emissions. I and that's it. my time. <laughs> Dude, I uh, have obviously been watching a lot of stand-up over the past however many years. And I cannot stand when a comedian will say, I'll leave you with this. Can't oh really? Oh, I, I I'm okay with it. I think I I think I say everything other than that. Mm-hmm. Like I say every variation of that all the time. But like, but let me say this. No, like no, no. I'm saying like specifically that. like you got the light. You have one minute left. You have time for one more joke, and you say I'm gonna leave you with this. So is it just that you know it's them getting the light and it bothers you, or you just don't like that? They're set. I mean, can I tell you? Okay, well, you can keep telling me why you don't like it, and then I can tell you why I do like it, and maybe agree with you that I don't like it. Also, what a whirlwind! We'll be right back. Scooter doo doo. I feel like it tells me when the comedian's done, and that's a good feeling. That's. That's nice, especially if you don't like the comedian. Because I never know when a comedian's going to be done, and it's hard. You get lost in the void of someone talking up there. And yeah. You, like, I watch comedy special. Like, I just watched uh, I watched a Hannibal Burris comedy special from mm-hmm. a while ago, and I've been watching, like, the Netflix ones. Like, I saw the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle one, mm-hmm. and then the other one, the guy, the, the redhead guy. Bill, William Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Billy Burr. And um, you never know when they're going to stop. They'll be in the middle of a really good joke and they'll be like, and that's why I don't believe in car insurance. Thanks, guys. I'm uh, I'm done. Uh And it's like, whoa, whoa, I I don't know how long I've been listening to this guy. And all of a sudden he's done. I felt anxious about it. So if he was like, and I'll leave you with this, I'll be like, oh, it's almost over. Let me get my, let me put my popcorn 
together and let me get my trash all cleaned up. Let me not listen to the last thing he's yeah, going to no, say. No. Let well, me fuck I'll with listen. my I just won't watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe at the end of like an hour, it's yeah. nice because you're wrapping up something. But one, I feel like if you get lost in a stand-up, that, that means you're listening to somebody tell you a story. And that's kind of nice. I guess that's that's, that's what you want. But that's when true. somebody has seven minutes and they're like, here's a bunch of things that don't have anything to do with each other. And I'll also leave you with this one other one. Here's number eight. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of like destroys the... The flow, you think? When I first started going to see stand-up, I'm like, oh, these guys are so funny that they're just like, this is just what they think. And they're just making it up and they don't do the same thing every night. And this is, I'm listening to what this person thinks and it's really interesting. Right? Right. And then when people do that, it's kind of like it fucks up your suspension of disbelief. They're like, oh, this was a list of jokes and here's your last joke okay yeah you're no longer you're taking the the world they created yeah you're like i'm at a comedy show and they're listing things off plus i'll leave you with this i've heard ten thousand people say you with this just say your own thing you know (laughs) yeah go and do you guys like dogs yeah or whatever can you what if they're what if you were like steve jobs where you're like and there's one more thing like didn't he do that did you say there's one more thing here comes one more thing. Like that would be good for one comedian. I just don't <laughs> like when comedians do, but I don't like when any comedians, which is supposed to be like the height of like individual, whatever, this is about you. Tell me about you. I don't yeah. like when anyone says a thing or does a thing that all comedians do, which I know that there's, that's a large net to cast, but just you for just me, I'm like, dude, every, I've heard that a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, you hold originality up there and you want to see it. It's something that you hope people strive for. It's something you strive for. Mm -hmm. It's something that you wish that you hope for most artists to achieve. Yeah. 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 But also in the same breath, I don't give a shit about what anybody else does. I'm just saying when I have to be in the room and listen to it, I'd rather you not say just for my own taste. Um, yeah, I agree. I just, um, I guess I just feel overall when I think about these kinds of things, I kind of come back to the same conclusion, which is that if for if somehow every single person on the planet was like, every idea they had was like very creative and perfect, uh-huh. then it'd be like, then that would suck, right? Uh-huh. So like the fact that we have people that are like trying but are not as good as like say a Dave Chappelle or like yeah. a Bill Burr, or you whatever. need the bad to yeah, recognize the good. Yeah, it makes things a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. I I I like to watch people who can't act act. You should come to stand up shows with me every night <laughs> and watch. I mean, but that's the thing. You should like, watch ten stand up comedians but, every night. But my thing is, is like I I'm I more prefer the comfort of the screen. <laughs> between me and who's being yeah who's not doing well because you can do this yeah yeah and i can um laugh really loudly Uh (laughs) and if i was like sitting in the front row and there was a comedian bombing really badly and it was so funny to me yeah i would be in hell because i would just want to laugh but i wouldn't want to hurt that person's you should because that's the way they learn i guess that's true dude i had a good uh, set the other night listen to this one (laughs) (laughs) is that is that some new material (laughs) there's some new material i'm i'm working on and i think this one is actually going to be 
Oh, is this going to be in your new special? This is going to be my new special. Can't wait to hear it. I love hearing new jokes. No, you know what? I don't want to let it out yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to hold that one in. Okay. Can until it make it's it stronger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Does holding in a fart make it worse when it comes out? I don't know. You know how when Maybe. you hold in a fart and it kind of dissipates? Yeah. What happens? I think it. I think that it uh, might go back the way it came. Because you're unless you got one of those. Because you know the sphincter, Mike, is uh, it's a really tight muscle. <laughs> and, and I'll leave you uh, with this. And I'll leave you with this. <laughs> uh, unless you're like ninety years old. Your sphincter's closed up tight, la- tight Lucy. So you're saying when you're 90, it's like a whoo. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I do know that it's, <laughs> I do know that in order for air to escape the sphincter, you got to push it out uh-huh. or somehow artificially open it. Yeah. And when it dissipates, it must just go back the other way. Can you look up what happens to a fart when you hold it in? Wait, let me look it up because then I'll just have it right here. Why don't you both look it up? And give me separate answers. What happens to a fart? Ryan, go in the closet and look it up and scream your answer. <laughs> well, how about the, how about what happens to a fart when you hold it in? Because that's probably where that's where what we're I said. At. That's Is that probably, not just what well? Because you were just saying holding it in. Because holding it in assumes that you're going to let it out eventually. The dissipated one might be gone for good. And that's, I don't know. If I that's need the to same know. Um, okay, let's see. Health check. <laughs> WebMD. What happens when you hold in a fart? <laughs> this website and I think this will mark the first of many Christmas episodes. Uh, let's now that we're see. talking about festive Trying spirit. to hold in a fart leads to a buildup of pressure and major discomfort. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> a buildup of intestinal gas can trigger abdominal distension. With some gas reabsorbed into the circulation and exhaled in your breath. Oh, that's why everyone has terrible breath. Wait, is that real? That's very interesting because it has to go somewhere. I don't believe it. Because even if it's absorbed, even that's fascinating. If it's absorbed into your other cells, they got shitty blood. Holding on too long means the buildup of intestinal gas will eventually escape via an uncontrollable fart. So... Don't hold it too long, Grandma. You're definitely just making more problems for yourself. That's why British people are upset all the time. All the guys with girlfriends that don't fart, that are, are like say they don't fart, You're an never idiot. hear them fart. Idiot. You girls are fucking up. You, you girls are fucking out. shit in front of your guys. Because I want you to know something, girls who are listening to this that hold in their farts around their boys or prospective people they like or whatever. Non-binary farts i'll tell you and this is this is this is one of those things you know what yeah this goes for everybody if you're holding your goddamn fart in because of someone that you like then you're doing yourself a disservice yes. because it is almost guaranteed that that fart will lead to some joy and laughter because farts are funny and it's uncomfortable and everybody laughs at an uncomfortable thing and if not, then that's your sign to GTFO. And Dude, get out of there. Your butt, they don't laugh every at time you're every time you hold in a fart because you don't want to do it around the person you're really attracted to, you're buying yourself a breakup later on. Yeah. You're but you're giving them ammunition for the breakup. Yeah, and you're distending your organs. And your breath smells like farts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave you with this. Okay, here we go. 
The research is not clear on whether the rise in pressure in your rectum increases your chance of developing a condition called diverticulitis. Diverticulitis is bad. Brock Lesnar had that. What? It's a fucked up, like, intestinal thing. Really? You very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah, small yeah. pouches develop in the gut lining and become inflamed. No, that does not sound good. And you're going to do that just because you think a girl is cute? Hey, or Mike, vice versa? Can I ask you a question? I'd rather you would. What is flatus? Flatus? Flashus. <laughs> you said three different F-L-A-T-U-S. things. F-L-A-T-U-S. Flashus. Those well, are the I'll things tell you, outside your house are far- catch the rain. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Flatus are farts or flatus? Farts and breaking wind refer to intestinal gases that enter the rectum <laughs> due to the body's usual gastrointestinal processes of digestion and metabolism and then leave via the anus. As your body digests food in the small intestine, components that can't be broken down move further along the gastrointestinal tract and eventually into the large intestine called, let's say it together, the colon. colon. Intestinal bacteria break down some of the contents by fermentation. This process produces gases and byproducts called fatty acids that are reabsorbed and used in metabolic pathways related to immunity and preventing disease development. So if you fart, if you don't fart, you can get sicker? Yeah, it says gases can either be reabsorbed through the gut wall into the circulation and eventually exhaled through the lungs or excreted via the rectum as a fart. Dude, the gut wall was my favorite thing on that Mike O'Malley game show on Nickelodeon. I'm the gut wall! And what would you do? <laughs> yeah, they won a big piece of the gut wall at the end. Oh, you're talking about... They hit all the actuators on the guts. gut. <laughs> the gut wall. Are you talking about guts? Yeah. Or uh, the aggro crank? The, the aggro crank, crank that's was the guts, gut wall. right? <laughs> that's the gut rock. All right, now let's kick it over to the leaderboard. Mo, Mo. Be, be British. Uh, it can be challenging for researchers to get people to sign up for experiments that measure farts. I'll do it. Hit me up, doctors. I'm available. But thankfully, 10 healthy adults volunteered to have the amount of gas they passed over a day quantified. This part's not interesting. Let me get to the interesting <laughs> stuff. Uh, fucking to do a control farts. F and then just write interesting. <laughs> yeah, where's the interesting part? At the end of each week, participants were brought into the lab and in carefully controlled experiment had an intrarectal catheter Uh inserted to quantify how gas, in terms of gas volume, pressure, and number, moved through the intestine over a couple of hours. Dude, that means somebody farted into a tube and it made numbers happen. They found that high psyllium fiber diet led to longer initial retention of gas, but the volume stayed the same, meaning fewer but bigger farts. Uh, Can you write that down? I want to remember it. I want to know what I need to take after this. Hey, Mike, where did the gases come from? I'm glad you asked. Gas in the intestines comes from different sources. It can be from swallowing air. 
Mikey, you swallow air. You, what are you doing, swallowing air? Or from carbon dioxide, <laughs> produce when stomach acid mixes with bicarbonate in the small intestine. Or gases can be produced by bacteria that are located in the large intestine. <laughs> While these gases are thought to perform specific tasks that impact on health, producing excessive intestinal gas can cause bloating, pain, Borborgamous. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is that? Oh fuck! Bloating, pain, borborgamous. <laughs> I know. I definitely don't want that. Oh, which means rumbling sounds. <laughs> oh, that's what that. <laughs> Borborgamous. Oh, he got a he got a touch of the burbergulas. Hold on, I need to have someone say this out loud. Dude, I had a I meeting the other day. Wait, hang on. Go ahead. <laughs> She's making it. That's the sound That's that comes out sounds. of my stomach. Yeah. You know when you're just when sitting hungry, there, a British woman says <laughs> inside my tummy. <laughs> so that rumbling sounds caused by gas, babies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Only, dude. I had a uh, I had a meeting the other day, and I had some bulbarigmas, and <laughs> yeah, I didn't that like that. Nice. The smelliest farts are due to sulfur-containing gases. All right, Uncle Bill. All the kids think Uncle Bill's farts are the smelliest, (laughs) but they love him so much. Little do they know Uncle Bill is suffering from a rare colon disease. And it's not so funny anymore, is it, Aiden? (laughs) This was comforting. You're going to have many more Christmases with Uncle Bill. (laughs) But keep laughing at his farts, making him feel bad. You're kind of a piece of shit, Aiden, and you're 12, so we could finally tell you that. You're not going to remember your uncle when you're older. You're going to remember that there was some smelly farts during Christmas, but you're not going to remember who did it, Aiden. You're going to visit your uncle in the hospital, Aiden? Forget about your uncle, Bill, Aiden. This was confirmed in a study of 16 healthy adults who were fed pinto beans (laughs) and lactulose, a non-absorbable carbohydrate that gets fermented in the colon. The odor intensity of flatus samples... Was evaluated by two judges. <laughs> was one of them Ten. Chong? <laughs> yeah. Tommy Chong. That one's hey, pretty man. good. Man. <laughs> that one's good, but I'm not feeling it. <laughs> the good news was that in a follow-up experiment, the researchers identified that a charcoal-lined cushion was able to help quash the smell of sulfur gases. Oh yeah. I, uh, one year Brie got me a pair of underwear that has like a fart guard in it. Like a silencer? No, no, no. It's just like what, what this is. It's like a charcoal cushion in there. Dude, like the thing that, And if you fart uh, through it, it won't smell apparently. Your air filter in your car that when you go to Jiffy Lube, they're like big problems. Yeah, but I can still (laughs) smell the farts from that truck in front of me. (laughs) It doesn't have that much. Dude, I used to walk around with one of those, uh pine tree air fresheners between my butt cheeks you ready for some frightening information mike i can't wait bad news for jet setters (laughs) how many people were you like are listening to this right now and are like what listen up jet setters if you're on a plane right now get worried Mm. Blood pressure levels are rising. Pressurized cabins on aeroplanes mean you're more likely to pass flatus 
<laughs> due to the gas volume expanding at the lower cabin pressure compared to being on the ground. Is flattest one of those words that's also like the plural is also flattest? The f- flucker of the United States. Flotus. The flotus. <laughs> farts of the United the States. The farts of the United States. The fotus. First farts. With modern noise reduction features, your fellow passengers are more likely than they than they used to be to hear you fart. That's fun. Whoever wrote this should never write again. <laughs> what should you do? Your next time the next time you feel a large volume of intestinal gas, get ready to do it to get ready to do what it does. Try to move <laughs> to a more convenient location, whether you make it there or not. The best thing for your digestive health is just to let it go, baby. Quit holding it in. Stop holding it in, man. Especially in a relationship scenario. You're in a, a social situation where you want to show the other person who you are and you want to share truth and you don't want to have any secrets with the other person, but you're not letting bad smell air out. You're not moving chairs around each other. <laughs> calling it moving chairs I need to find out more information about burping up a fart <laughs> mamamia.com has an explanation <laughs> <laughs> mamma mia this a farty smell this is uh, Luigi's blog mamamia.com I have a friend named Fred who insists he once burped up a fart. (laughs) This is like a history road. Fred had been constipated for two weeks. He desperately wanted to go to the toilet. (laughs) But nothing he did worked. Is she saying taking a shit as going to the toilet? Going to the toilet. This is definitely... That's British. That's a British thing. I don't they say going to the closet? Going to the loo. The loo. I must use the loo. The WC. No, WC is an American thing, I think. What closet? Yeah. It's European? Hmm. That's what you're doing in the bathroom. They're so classy. Fred had been constipated. Then one night, after he was panicking, I'll tell you that. Then one night. He found himself at the footy. Oh, this is a British person. <laughs> With a beer in hand, he burped, and it tasted like a fart. What does a fart taste like? When he went in a position to taste the fart. I swear on my life there was fecal matter in there. Fred yells at least once a week. Fred's got problems. <laughs> Fred needs to get over it. Fred's got to take care of something in, yeah. his, in his health. Yeah. Fred's got a doctor's visit to plan. I've been blocked up. Hey, there's fecal matter in this. I know I say this every Thursday, but there's fecal matter in this. I swear it. There was fecal matter in my butt. Now come over here and kiss me. Now it's in my bath. Come kiss my bath. Come kiss Where my... there was fecal matter about a week ago. Does this taste like false you? Come kiss me and tell me if this tastes like falls to you. <laughs> Dude, did you ever do the thing when you were younger? Were you an inquisitive child? Of course I you was. You left alone a lot as a kid? No, no. I had a brother and I had my mommy and daddy. Oh, that's nice. You understand me? I had my mommy and daddy. I was alone a lot. Did you ever cup a fart? Yeah, of course. Come on. And do it this? No, 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 no. 
Never? So no, you not, just not, cuffed it and no, carried no. it around I, for I have the put my finger in my butt during a fart and then pulled my <laughs> finger out and then smelled that. <laughs> this is big. <laughs> Did it change the sound like when you whistle like this? <laughs> can you do one of those with the two I fingers? can't. Zoya can do it. Dude, Zoya could... If there was ever a bomb going up, Zoya would whistle and get everyone to the uh, the rec center for safety. I'm very sad I can't do that because I like to make sounds, and that's a sound that's pretty loud. Can you do the grass? No. Oh yeah. Scamp. No, but I can do the. Let's see if I can do it with my broken hand. You know the one where you can turn your hand into like a. Oh, I can't seal it real good with this broken. With these brokes. <laughs> Dude, what if that was the main reason for getting it fixed? Like, doctor, please. Please, I can't make whistle hands. I can't do shell hands. Help me make it. Return me to my former glory. (laughs) And then, dude, you're in the recovery room. And you start to come to. And you're like, mom, dad. (laughs) Honey, it's too soon. No. Mama, I'm doing it! <laughs> Everybody out! <laughs> you know, the, 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 uh, man, who was it? It was someone on, uh, backstage at Bring the Funny who could do it, who could make, like, full music. Like full, like playing like an instrument with all the notes and everything. Was that their thing? Was that? What I they mean, were it was, sh- no. It was just something else they did. They were very talented. Oh, it seems like that's the kind of thing where you oh, have to have Keith something. Oh, it was Keith from the Try Guys. That's nice. It was. I was there. You could blow through his hands and make it sound like a banjo. Yeah, that it was would really be impressive. impressive. Everybody was impressed. <laughs> uh, but he busted it out on the finale backstage. Yeah. I was like, dude, come on, where were you, where were you when we were not having sitting around? <laughs> we were just sitting around for hours back there, and you never, you were busting out your special tricks. Not one person did their trick in the round yeah, backstage. It, but he did blow our minds at the end there. Do you want to do some ads? We're about halfway through. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just wanted to figure out this fart burp thing, but it just doesn't seem, dude, it just you... seems like everyone's having a laugh about it. <laughs> no, no one's one... being serious. No one's taking it seriously. Well, it's just like... I wish I knew. So what is the exact... I need an article or something, and there's not even any articles about it. What's the exact question? Have you heard, Mike? Like, and this is awful, but this is true. Constipation has led to, and Mike, Ryan knows this. You know. uh, Lead to (laughs) pooping out of your mouth. (laughs) And what is that called? What was the name of that? It's called, nope. <laughs> you ever do a nope in a big group of people? Let's, see. Let's look up poop out of your mouth if anyone's having breakfast right now while we're listening to this. Fecal vomiting. That's not real. You're not being oh, real. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry it is. But um, yeah, fecal vomiting. There's a. That's all you're going to say? I mean, do you want to know about it? Yes. 
Because I'd rather not do. So basically, if you if you're too constipated, come out top. <laughs> this is great. It was on Wikipedia, and it still is. But it says this article is within the scope of Wiki Project Medicine, which recommends that medicine related articles follow the manual of style for medicine related articles. Okay, <laughs> but it's like. Just so you know, this article about medicine is going to sound like other articles written about medicine. Just so you're not confused. It's not going to sound like a sports article at all. If you want sports, you go to ESPN. This is medicine related. In a recent answer to a reader's question about the ramifications of going weeks without pooping, I mentioned the possibility that fecal vomiting might eventually occur. God bless you. This is just saying somebody might no, think oh, it no, might happen. No, no, no. This, this happens. Oh, okay. Poop Report's own editor, Dave, is <laughs> no. on the scene. Let's cut to Dave the Poop Report. <laughs> hey, what's all this is, Dave? I hope the microphone is like a turd. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like a, yeah, it's like one of those like squishy turd stress ball things with like a smile on it. Yeah. This is Dave. Dave asked me to elaborate on this because he, along with most people, had always thought that fecal vomiting was just a myth. It doesn't seem possible that poop could make its way back up. Through all those twists and turns and supposedly one-way doors of the intestinal tract and then make a grand exit through one's mouth. But it is possible indeed. No, this is horseshit. For this to occur, there has to be something very wrong with you. Dude, cite your sources. <laughs> Dave. Would you rather not have the, the this style of it? You want an actual like? I need something real. Dude, I'm not going to believe anything a Dave on the internet says. All right. Real um, clear dude, science. Hold on, hold on. Realclearscience.com has an article about it. You want to hear on from that one? Let me ask you a question real quick. Okay. What was your what is the question you're trying to find out about farts? And if I could talk to a doctor right now, would you like that experience? Oh, sure. I got a doctor on call. What is your question? We can about ask you about farts? the fecal vomiting. Cuz the farts is like um oh, can a fart come out of your mouth? Which is the which is kind of in the same realm, right? Not sponsored, by the way. Hey. Hey, Dr. Steve, what's up? You're on Dynamic Banter with Mike and Steve. Oh, happy to do it. How I, are... I hope you're not calling because you have another stone. Yeah, I got big problems. Where we are you? We both have a stone together. <laughs> we both have one. We're sharing a stone. We're sharing a stone. We're sharing, sharing stone. <laughs> um, okay, we have a question. You are a urologist, correct? So we have a question about um, the colon, a, the colon, <laughs> and I know it's around the same area. Did any of your books overlap? What was that? Uh, they did, in fact. Okay, perfect. Oh, great. So I have basically two so quick wipe questions. So front to back, or <laughs> yeah, that's a different different episode. Oh, got it, got it. Uh, we have two quick questions. One: Is it possible if you are constipated for an extended period of time to um, poop out of your mouth? Um, I think that's a little bit difficult. I, um, no. That's uh, what... You can get so constipated, you can get so constipated, you get nauseous and vomit, but I, I don't, I don't think it would actually have gone to the stage of, of backing up that far. Well, Dude, according to realclearscience.com, <laughs> fecal vomiting is something that happens, but turds don't come out. It's just the, the, the goo in your intestines. Dude, they're different. They're different tubes. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's not poop. It's like the goo in your intestines comes up with your vomit because of a compacted colon. 
But I don't think stuff goes. I don't think it goes that way. Well, if it's really bad, it can. Yeah, are you disagreeing with the doctor? No, on the I'm phone? not. I just think that. I just think that maybe maybe he hasn't experienced a, a thing like that. Okay, Doctor Steve, have you ever pooped out of your mouth? <laughs> yes, um, but that's I, beside I it. There, there's actually there's a sphincter that that separates the stomach from the duodenum, so I think that that would kind of prohibit that from happening. Well, thank you, Doctor Steve, and I have one more question that's. Kind of the same, but kind of different. Um, do you know when you when you hold in a fart and it kind of dissipates and it goes away? What happens to that? Um, I think it goes into tiny little bubbles and goes regurgitating back up, and you and you burp. I don't. So it does. You can have shitty burps. Well, uh, no. But what happens? I mean, to be serious, I mean, when you get that sensation, it's a contraction of the colon. Yeah, and then that contraction can go away. So then the air is just sitting there. I mean, your your colon is always full of air, so it's it's you're getting a little spasm of the muscle that is causing the fart. All right, I can't thank you enough for for uh, thank you how God. generous you've been with your time wow. this morning. Oh, my pleasure. You guys enjoy yourself. Thank All right, you so thank much. you so much, and please wish your family a happy Christmas. I will do it. All thank right, you. love you, Doctor Steve. Bye. That man Bye. saved my life. Oh, he didn't say I love you back. He's not that? He's not there, but he has seen my penis. <laughs> that man has been inside my penis. Um So you think that, that that because he said it can't happen that it can't happen? Yes. Really? And that's where you're at? That's where you, what you believe now? Right now you're asking me if I'm going to believe Dr. Steve over a, a man named Dave on the internet. I'm sorry, from realpoopfacts.com. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doubling down. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it says here that vomiting feces is an unusual symptom associated with gastro gastrocolic fistulas, caprophagy, and violent reverse per peristalsis. You know why it's so rare? Because it's never, ever happened. Feculent vomiting is usually due to mechanical intestinal obstruction, but it can be due to paralytic obstruction. In a two-year period at Los Angeles County Harbor General Hospital, there were 23 cases of feculent vomiting. I want names. 19 were due to mechanical intestinal obstruction, and four were due to paralytic obstruction and one was just chilling and it happened it is important to know that feculent vomiting is not necessarily a pathogenomic sign of mechanical intestinal obstruction but can also occur in paralytic obstruction particularly in aged patients yeah i mean this is this is an article written by a doctor mike dr dave dr dave from poopbacks.org <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's it's rare but possible. Okay, that's where we're gonna. End I mean, it. I hope it doesn't happen to you or to yours. If it did, that's the only way that I'd believe it is that if it happened. If to it me. happened to someone else, no, 
me. If it happened to you? If I watched it happen to you, I still wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some ads. Okay. All right, you mother father. Now, just remember that supporting the ads and supporting the people who uh, decide to advertise on this show, you support the show. And somehow people give us money to do what we've just done for 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, we should never lose We should never lose sight of that. It's because of the listeners. (laughs) Yeah, it's because people need this information. Squarespace. Guys, Squarespace is great. We talk about them all the time. We've said so many things about Squarespace, it's almost unnecessary to say anything further. But... And here's some things you can do with Squarespace. Are you ready for that? <laughs> you can create a beautiful website! Dang it! You could essentially, by proximity, create an award-winning website. Because they have those award-winning templates, and then you take them and you meme them all around to make them your own. I don't know how true that is, but you could give it a shot. Poop out of your website with Squarespace. You might have a problem with Squarespace directly if you try to win an award off of their designs. (laughs) But you can use Squarespace to make a dang website or blog or whatever. You can sell products and services and promote your online businesses or your physical businesses. Announce an upcoming event or specialized project. A birthday. Your brother's bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. Your brother's opening up a store. You could tell somebody about it. Your brother's opening up a bar mitzvah. Squarespace will do this, guys. Be- with beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, and everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. There's nothing to install. You just do some clicks here and there on your phone or your computer. And there's also analytics that help you grow in real time. So you can check out how many people are looking at your site and maybe adjust things here and there and get more people flowing in there. And there's free and secure hosting. There's built-in search engine optimization, easy, nothing to patch or upgrade ever, and of course the 24-7 award-winning customer support. And let's not forget about the new features. You can make it orange. I don't know if that's a new feature, but it certainly is a feature of Squarespace. So guys, why don't you go check it out for yourself, and maybe you get inspired. Maybe there's an idea you have in your back of your mind. You want to make a site. Steve, I'm getting a push notification right now from Squarespace. Turns out, brand new feature alert. You can make it blue. I don't know if that's new, but it's definitely a feature for sure. And if you want to go check it out, all those features and more, you can go to squarespace.com banter for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch that dang site, you can use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com banter. With the offer code BANTER for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Get in there, kids! If you'd like to see an example of one, you can go to MikeFalzone.com and watch my special, which is on the front landing page called You Got Toes, recorded by Kevin Platchy live in Toronto, Canada. Make it blue with Squarespace. You get blue or orange with the promo code BANTER. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, me undies, not my undies, me undies. Our undies. Our, not our undies, not my undies, me undies. But our undies are me undies. Our undies all the same, guys. It's officially the holidays, guys. It's officially the holidays. And people are already shopping for gifts, buying things that are going to get thrown out. Buying Faroki. 
buy your loved one a special gift that one day they'll never see again. Before you freak out what to get your boyfriend or you've only been dating for four months or what to get your mailman or the fact that you have to go to the mall. <laughs> Listen up. MeUndies is any, anything but ordinary and they have a gift for literally everyone. Yes, including your weird aunt. Wait a minute, Who smells Steve. like glue. She's been burping up farts all day. Yeah, and she smells like glue. <laughs> We do glue in there, Aunt Yummy. And the best part is they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. That's a holiday miracle, for Christ's sake. It is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And speaking of not wanting to leave the house, which is what I was just speaking, Me Undies makes the perfect hibernation undies and loungewear. Whether you're looking to match undies with your boo this cuffing season, or you just want to cuddle up with your favorite furry friend in a onesie, Me Undies has you covered. Literally, your body, their fabric is three times softer than cotton, and offered in sizes extra small to 4XL, and three times softer than cotton is like being three times softer than a cloud. Can't argue with that science. MeUndies knows it's friggin' cold. Why don't you call your doctor and ask him if that's science? Dr. Steve, I got a real quick question about clouds. MeUndies knows it's friggin' cold out, and which is why they're coming out with their cuddly products like... Robes. <laughs> For men and women, treat your feet. And then use soft slippers. <laughs> Imagine you fucked up, but you had to record that later. <laughs> like, robes. You gotta say robes, dude. Dude, you gotta just add... I'll send Ryan an audio clip it. of me saying robes and you can just edit it in. Okay, but just do it. Robes. <laughs> and there's slippers, guys. And there's babies' body suits. Babies. You put your whole baby's body in a, bo- in a bag that is soft. <laughs> do you have a micromodal baby? A breathable bag that your baby can sleep in <laughs> from MeUndies. <laughs> With brand new holiday prints and cozy new products, MeUndies has your gift for literally everyone. I'm wearing the Christmas ends. I'm wearing five of the baby suits right I'm now. I'm wearing a baby suit on my shoes. Never go swimming without a baby suit. I put those baby body suits on my shoes and I keep them toasty and warm in the rain. What's happening right now? Watchmen? MeUndies <laughs> has a great offer for our listeners. Before we get, before we get destroyed by the plane over here let me say hold for squid <laughs> has a great offer for my listeners mine nine mics any first time purchasers you get 15 percent off and free shipping that's right it's a no-brainer guys especially since they have a 100 satisfaction guarantee so to get your 15 percent off your first pair of free shipping and 100 satisfaction guarantee <laughs> go to meundies.com slash banter that's meundies.com slash banter i love them get them thank you meundies all right, one Our more, absolute baby. favorite. My favorite fabric to fart through is me undies. Speaking of fabric to fart through, have you guys ever heard of Untuck It? <laughs> yes, I have. Steve, they have a brick and mortar store at the Third Street Promenade, right next to the Away store, another former sponsor. <laughs> I must go. The holidays are almost here. And you know what that means, guys? Get <laughs> And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. You dark, you dorkus. 
Untuck It shirts always fall at just that right length, no matter how the size of it. So he looks casual <laughs> and sharp. Have you ever seen an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because that's a slobby look. It makes me want to poop out of my mouth. You look like a slob when you untuck your dang dress shirts. And they weren't meant to be worn that way. Dude, you the, look like a fart when you don't tuck your shirt. Dude, don't wear things the way they're not meant to be worn. You'll be made fun of. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, though. The original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. That's right. Designed to be worn untucked. Design. Adele Design. Dazim. Dazim. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade on a snazzy shirt that falls where you want it. You don't want that shirt falling above the belt for photos. You don't want midriff boys. You don't want your under boobs hanging out of your shirt. No, no, no. You like, don't need to know how much hair that boy's rocking on the belly. That shirt. Not around Christmas, down. you don't. No, no, no. Maybe in the summer. <laughs> Maybe in the summer. <laughs> my favorite, my chemical romance song. <laughs> Guys, with more than 50 fit, 50 plus fit combinations, untuck it shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Talk about how well untuck it fits your frame. (laughs) It sure does. I have a jacket I got from them, and I can't say enough about how well it fits my frame. It fits my my whole frame, where my arms go, my torso's out. What do you like most about the material? (laughs) <laughs> I have a jacket that looks like it's like a down comforter almost, but it's it's thin. It's like it has a lot of padding, but I still look like a, I got some shoulders to me. It's nice. It and that's flattering. all the time we have for the personal endorsement. Guys, you can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Brick and Morty. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, belgy, long, or too big again. (laughs) And their website is so easy to use, they even have a whole page about it. So guys, go to UntuckIt.com, that's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com, enter the promo code BANTER for 20% off your checkout, that's (laughs) UntuckIt.com, go get a snazzy shirt, you slob, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T, dot com promo code banter for 20% off thank you untuck it dude before the three stooges there was baggy belchy and lil long <laughs> and lil long here comes lil long lil long's the one that got hit too many times and never recovered yeah he trips over his shirt in front of a bus and that's Those boys really hit their heads hard those those stooges. They certainly did. They really That's before did. they knew about concussed. I mean, they're they're dealing with it. I mean, they've dealt with it. They're gone now, but you know, they did deal with it. I'm sure they had a headache before they left. You could see them struggling with their physicality towards the end. And if you want to struggle with your physicality, you can come see me on tour. Uh, December 1st, I'll be in the Burbank Flappers. January 3rd, I'll be in White Plains, East Coast represent White Plains, New York. Buy your tickets now. February 8th, I'll be at the Soda Parlor at Nashville at nashville.com <laughs> uh, gmail at nashville.com 
Uh, and then March 14th, which is a Saturday, I'll be back in Portlandish at the Siren Theater. Get your tickets and watch my special on MikeFellZone.com, Squarespace oh, website. You're going to like the way you look. Man. What? Let's do one history road. Okay. Yes, hello. There's a fire. <laughs> There's always a fire in olden times. Jack Rouse sends us a thing saying, girl sneezing 12,000 times a day. And he says, hey, boy, I found this video I thought might interest you. This is apparently a little big born girl that's got a lot of sneezes. Enjoy. You want to watch this? You know when you hold a sneeze and it comes out as a fart. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Oh. Dude, why are they doing the supercut? Call your doctor and tell him if he believes in this. That doesn't sound like a real sneeze. It sounds like she's faking it. Sounds like Caitlin needs attention. I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sneeze. Sneezes. (laughs) This guy's been an anchor for too long. Oh, it's a tick. You can get no Lyme shit. disease from ticks. Some say ticks are in your head. <laughs> Dude, I feel bad for that lady. Um, I hope she grows out of it. Me too. God bless. Yeah. All right. God bless well, you a thousand times. What a show, huh? <laughs> what a great show we have here, Mike. I had a great time, man. <laughs> Did you have a great time? Yeah, man. I had a great time. Good. I'm oh, a... fucking shit. I what? forgot to talk about oh, the pins. fuck. We got pins dropping today. Uh, Wii you, Wii you. Pin noise. You. Pin noise. Uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> pins, pins, pins. <laughs> so now they know. Uh, we got uh, black on black pins, and then there's a cool like silvery oh, glitter pin. And you... Uh, uh, it, we're doing a blind box thing, so if you want one, it's random, whichever one you get, or you could buy both and have both. So those come out today, and uh, you guys have been giving us a lot of feedback that you you like those, so hope you like these. Thank you for your feedback, and <laughs> I loved it, and I ate every grain. <laughs> um, get those damn pins because it's fun to see you guys when i go when we go places and then you're wearing those pins i've seen db fans wearing pins and it's always nice i yeah. like it it's very nice yeah, yeah yeah all right well thank you guys for listening uh Ooh. oh we got some mail but i'm gonna have to bring it over here so okay. uh we'll do that in the next one probably nice thank you for uh sending us stuff thanks for sending us stuff everybody okay bye
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>